Welcome to our monthly Worship Tribe Encouragements. We're excited to have our friend David yeah, Ruiz, yeah, David Ruiz joining us today. And um, I have been just blown away by, again, afresh by his passion for worship, his passion for the presence of Jesus. And I would love for him to just give that away to us again. And one of the, one of the things that we've talked a little bit about as he's been with us in Belfast is this thing of extravagance and excellence. And I thought, wow, let's let's bring that to the rest of the tribe. Let's unpack that briefly for hmm. for the rest of our worship community. So talk to us a bit about that. Yeah, I think um, sometimes we can inadvertently maybe pit them against one, one another or think to have excellence. There can't be room for sort of, uh, you know, rattling of the cage that mm -hmm. extravagant expression might bring but I think they really do fit together. And probably a couple things that really glue that together is passion and authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so a historic example that I love to love to go to in this, and I'm, am I saying this right? Because you're from Vienna, Salieri, was that Salieri. the right? Salieri, yeah. so, so you have Salieri and Amadeus Mozart, mm -hmm. contemporaries uh, engaged in the musical scene in Vienna at the same time. Uh, vying for some of the same positions, particularly with royalty and with sort of kind of the hobnobbers of society that really could put their careers on track. And Salieri historically would be seen in some ways by some as actually a more excellent musician than Mozart. Technically, absolutely correct. I mean, he could just, and an, an amazing composer in his own right, but nobody's ever heard of Salieri. You don't hear, and what is the difference? Uh, at least as we kind of look back through the lens of history, Amadeus was able to bring excellence and sort of this high level of artistry and musicianship, but was real and authentic and really passionate in the midst of all of that stuff. And so I think one of our great challenges in the worship world is the danger of equating volume or arrangements or this sort of thing and call that passionate particularly millennials and younger, are really, really looking for authenticity. And sometimes something is very authentic and passionate. It captures the attention and then it becomes commoditized and sort of put through a funnel or a lens. And everybody went, well, what happened to that thing? You know, how did that turn into this? And I think one of the great gifts of the Holy Spirit is that he allows us to hold these things totally in tension and, re and, and release. We can be completely with open hands. And so we're bringing the best that we can to Jesus and pouring it all on, you know, all on his feet. But it's the, also the beauty where every voice that's in the congregation, every person that steps into that space has the same attention from God's ear. So it's not, it's, there, there's no sort of hierarchy. There's no sort of levels here. And so we're all there to serve one another as we, as we pour it all out for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something extraordinary about the fusion of those things together. And so when we're working with our worship teams and stuff, we're, we're longing to touch that place of authenticity. And excellence will unlock authenticity if it's done right and it's done with open hands. But at the same time, it doesn't, authenticity then doesn't allow a bar to get created that it's only good if it's this. And it, the metric completely changes because we come in humility before the Lord 
and uh, as a community, just just bring the best that we can and bring it all to Jesus. Whether it's the widow's mite, or it's the most extravagant expression that we can, it's it's all it's all for Jesus, and everyone gets to play, and we step into this environment and just pour it out of His feet. That's so good, and thank you for embodying that in the big platforms, but also with the poor and the mm. marginalized, which mm. is so in your heart. Yeah. Um, would you pray for us and give that away to us? We sure. want more of that All right. in our tribe. There you go. Well, Lord, I pray for the vineyards in the UK and Ireland. And I ask that this groundswell of your spirit would just bubble. Um, that in a communal sense, you'd tap in the, in the movement here, Lord, this, this well of living water that you speak of that bubbles up from way deep in the guts of who we are. And Lord, that we wouldn't just be imposing templates and good ideas. And um, Jesus, I'm thinking, speaking with the Irish leaders the last few days, just the difference between inspiration and imitation. And would you break the back of the spirit of imitation, Lord, that just creates just all sorts of confusion and, and that sense of it never being enough. But Lord, that we would be inspired to be everything that you've called us to be and just bring to you what we have and delight in your delight over us. So I just bless this these churches. Thank you so much. We're in the family together internationally. And just say, let your kingdom come and your grace be upon us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We totally receive that. Thank you for praying. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for all that you do. We're excited to see you again next month. Thanks for tuning in.